There is nothing wrong with your PC. We are controlling the transmission. We are controlling the bitrate. We are controlling the downloads. So for the next hour and a bit, sit back, cower, as you're about to experience the flawed stupidity that is Staggering Stories podcast number 38. Ooh. <laughs> I'm scared. So am I. Mm. Anyway, I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I am the real Keith. So full of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Without further ado, plunging straight inwards to the mire that is the news with El Presidente. Before El Presidente does the news, Uh, I would uh like to point out Uh that in the last podcast, when we were talking about guest stars for the up-and-coming Doctor Who specials, you said... That person from Jekyll's going to be in it, that woman. And I said, <laughs> yes. oh, what, her from EastEnders? And you all said, no, no, poo-poo, how dare you suggest Did that? No, no. But sure enough, it's Michelle Ryan I'm, from EastEnders. I'm, I'm, can, 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 I make, mode. can I make we one small... We all stand corrected. <laughs> can I make small one small proviso? The news report that I heard that I was referring to actually mentioned... The wife. It didn't mention Michelle Ryan. So you were wrong. I, I was wrong, but I was wrong. But I'm just prostrate yourself. <laughs> I've been banned from doing that. I've got an asbo. Oh, yeah, we were on the news. news. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Doctor Who news. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. As may have been uh, leaked from a second ago. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Michelle Ryan and Lee Evans are going to star in the Easter Doc 2 special. Ooh. Michelle Ryan, of course, being the EastEnders and Jekyll. A <laughs> 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 uh, plain mysterious character called Lady Christina D'Souza. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Joins the Doctor on a bus trip, apparently. Yes. Yes. Takes a very unexpected detour into danger. <gasps> they go through Crawley. <laughs> Ooh. Up on the Who site, they've got a couple of uh, publicity stills taken in the double-decker bus oh, in the really? background, yeah. You can see the seats and, and whatever. Oh, okay. no. yes. yes. I've suddenly had visions of Cliff Richard. <laughs> Some or the young ones. Yes. yes. Yeah. What, Rick? No. Oh, sorry. We're all going on a TARDIS holiday. holiday. Yes. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> moving rapidly on. She does say, Ooh. I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who and very excited to be joining David Tennant and the Doctor Who team. I Ooh. she is. Team. It's such a fantastic show and I can't wait to get started. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, no disrespect to her, but after the uh, failure in the States of the Bionic Woman, which yeah. I believe unfairly has been leaped, heaped on her, yeah. I, I, I sort of caught a couple of that, and I don't think she was any worse than anybody else on, on the Bionic Woman. But no. I think she's trying to hopefully use this to sort of kickstart the career again. She's certainly back in the UK because she's yes, Merlin, that's right. Merlin, yes. Yes. Mm, she did make yeah, a guest appearance in that. She make, did a couple during this yeah, season. The Big yeah. Bad. Yes. Ah. Yes, the recurring yeah. nasty. Big nasty. Mm. 
No, I don't think she was in any way to blame for. No, I, I, I think don't. Just the writers, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a very lacklustre yeah. series. The ones I caught, anyway. She was one of the best ones in EastEnders yeah. when she was in it. Yeah. She had yeah. several different emotions, <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't shout all the time. No, she no. didn't. No. no, which is very unlike the, the rest of the Slater clan. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, also we have Lee Evans. Oh yes, very yes. funny man. A comedian, yes. of course, in the UK. I'm not sure about Lee Evans. I've caught a couple of his his straight bits in what what films he's done in the states. Uh, fifth it, Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Oh, I said Elephant. Then. Mm. Fifth <laughs> Element. Um, something about Mary and oh, right. Mousetrap. Mouse Hunt. Mm. Mouse Hunt. It wasn't Hunt, really yeah. straight. It wasn't straight. No, but <laughs> it wasn't that's not a film. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, it was an acting role. So we'll see how well, we go. I think mm. you'll be yes. right. I think you. I don't think mm. just a case of stunt casting. I see. I, I refuse to jump on the old Catherine Tate's yeah. panning bandwagon because yeah. we did that to her. We well, said, "Oh God, please don't kill Doctor Who," and she didn't. No. Yeah, but that was with some reason because we'd seen her in I've a seen Doctor him. already. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Well, she wasn't bad herself. But the character was awful. It was a little loud. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Evans is going to play a character called Malcolm, a man whose life becomes connected to the Doctors under extraordinary circumstances. Ooh. As if anybody's yeah. life doesn't become yeah. connected to the Doctor <laughs> under extraordinary, extraordinary circumstances. circumstances. I think that's part of yeah. the course, actually. Yeah. The extraordinary circumstances, the Doctor just goes down the pub. For the Doctor, that would be extraordinary. It would. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's the Sixth Doctor. Unless it's the Sixth Doctor, yes. <laughs> also, the return of a unit character, Ooh. Captain Arissa Magambo. That's a wonderful name, yeah. isn't it? Played by Norma Jumazwini. <laughs> That's another Maybe. one, that's her name. <laughs> who apparently is in turn left. Yes, she was. Oh, she was the one who um, the... was helping Rose. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. The one who was organising the time, time shift. machine. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, some interesting casting choices. I look forward to that. Yeah. John Barrowman. All right. <laughs> the shy and retiring John Barrowman. Very much so. Has uh, turned his hand to comic strip writing. Oh, everything's on the strip, no doubt. Very much. Yes. Very nice. Yes, the less said about that the better. <laughs> it's um it's a comic strip for Torchwoods and he's teamed up with his sister Carol E. Barrowman. Right. And the artists are gonna be Lee Edwards and Trevor Goring. And the strip will find Captain Jack facing a deadly threat on a remote Scottish island where people are disappearing one by one. <laughs> it would uh, make its debut in issue number fourteen of the Torchwood magazine. Mm. Which goes on sale in the UK in February and the US in March. Uh-huh. Okay. Available from all good news agents and quite a few bad ones. Bless him, he has another string to his bow. Aye. Mm. Aye. So yep. can I add an addendum to this? The San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Apparently this year they're going to be doing a special preview of The Children of Earth. Oh, are they? At the San Diego Comic Con. Okay, yeah. Now, this is one small complaint. Right. Um, last year, they previewed a new trailer of The Next Doctor at the San Diego Comic Con. Okay. They're now previewing a special Children of Earth trailer at the San Diego Comic Con. Right. It's done in this country. Can't we get to see the previews first? <laughs> you know, why do we have to go to America? Why do they have to be displayed in the American market first? Probably because the San Diego Comic Con is huge. I know yes. the San Diego Comic Con is huge, and I know they do major film previews and film panels. They do, yeah. yeah. But, but why that, can't it be shown here? Yeah, first? why can't it be shown yeah. in here? It's shown here first. It's a British product from a British mm. country. Why can't we have it in Britain first? There's, there's enough little conventions yeah. in there's England a, at the moment. Yes. Tenuous link. There's Whoa. two conventions coming up in particular. It, yeah. What two conventions Ooh. would those be? There's Time Quest, mm-hmm. which is on the 7th of March, mm-hmm. with guest stars lined up, including Tom Baker and Layla Award Ooh. to which we're going. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
world. And then there's Invasion. Yes. Which is the 25th of April. And the main guest star for that one is Big Bad Bernard Cribbins. Yay! Yay! Good old Wilf. And we're going to that one too. <laughs> yeah. So remember, we should be wearing um, the Staggering Stories t-shirts. Depending on how cold it is. Depending on how cold it is. <laughs> yeah. So if you see us there, please come up, ask us any questions, tell us what you think, and we'll run away very scared. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you want to buy us chips, we'll be oh, yeah, we, very we can receptive come out to for this. Chips, yes. Or beer. Or, or, beer. or beer. It's being yeah. held in a school. Ah. I feel that beer will be somewhat lacking. Mm. I'm sure there'll be a know. pub nearby. Yeah. Yeah, it is a school. Right. <laughs> if, it, if it's a school, then those a third of a pint bottles of milk <laughs> maybe with a straw mm, Nick it. Courtney's going to one of these he won't oh. be a place without a bar oh god no <laughs> very true there's got to be a bar within staggering mm, distance <laughs> more Doctor Who news oh, kind yeah. of oh, oh, yeah. of Time Squad oh god oh, yes yeah, yeah. it's the forthcoming new line of collectibles from the character opinions toy makers there are 15 figures drawn up from the new Who series you can get a pack of five for $9.99 um, the cheapest place that we found them is at www.forbiddenplanet.com mm-hmm. and you've got little Daleks little Cybermen <laughs> oh, li- oh look it's, at him he's so cute a it's little 10th like, Doctor it's sort of like Muppet Babies Do- well, the, Doctor Who yeah. version you know? as I say they look rather twee oh, bendy they're, they're for want lovely of, for want of a best term little scarecrow there <laughs> they remind me the Smurfs little Smurfs Smurf <laughs> the trouble is a cuddly Dalek please come on <laughs> why are they all standing legs akimbo <laughs> <laughs> It looks rather um, kinky, to say Yeah, the, the little robot looks, well, uncomfortable. Oh, there again, I mean... If, so cute. Oh, God. <laughs> if a plush toy company can release um, a cuddly Cthulhu and a cuddly Shuggoth, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I like the Daleks. They seem to have bad backs. Yeah, yeah really, it looks like... Over over a actually, it looks like they've been left on the stove and they've melted. melted. <laughs> yeah. And Davros looks just fed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks really peeved. Boy, he just looks like a dirty old man in that one. <gasps> no. The Daleks haven't got enough balls. I've just noticed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's no companions either. No, no. We're obviously all going to go out and buy these. Yeah, so. I think they sell well. They do look, uh, they're cute. Yeah. Rather, and they're very cheap as well, five for... Oh, for they're exceedingly yeah. cheap. But... Rather idiosyncratic. Yeah, yeah I, I think personally I might pass on really? these ones. I won't. Yes. I want the little baby David Tennant. It's oh, so cute. God. <laughs> well, you're going to have one, you know, 2010, because it'll regenerate. That's uh, not David Tennant, be a lo- Sorry. <laughs> oh, great. Something that probably isn't mm. Going to sell so well? No. Oh, maybe. Oh, I don't think so. There's, think a, there's is... a line of Barbie Star Trek dolls coming out <laughs> for the new movie. New movie. Yeah, yeah, you've got Barbie Spock, Barbie Kirk, and Barbie Uhura. Uhura. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no. I think this one. I think this one is for the more specialised markets. Yes. I, I'm sure. <laughs> the thing is, do they have fully flexible joints? I'm sure well, they do. Are you thinking compromising positions? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Looking at Uhura, it looks like her legs haven't got any. Any joints on them? Uh, no, they just look too long for her, really. No, they must they must bend, but they've got plastic over the top. Yeah, I you mean, they're pipe cleaner. Pipe legs. cleaner, yeah, probably. <laughs> so you could get a feet up behind her ears if you tried. <laughs> We're not going to go gonna there. Go We're not going. I mean, there. the model of Ahura, she's got very long arms, so she reminds me of the uh, Dead Ringers version of Andrew Marr. Stretched, <laughs> yeah, sort of wildly flailing arms. So that's everything from Toys R Us. Yeah. Any more news? Some more heroes news. Mm. Oh. 
It's a rather strange statement by an NBC executive, Angela Bromstad, the new president of Primetime Entertainment, apparently. She told reporters that she expects writer producer Brian Fuller, who's returning to Heroes, to bring the show back to its creative peak, which I don't yeah. quite know what she's saying about the show well, as it currently is. Surely, yeah. no disrespect to him, but this would be a step down or a step backwards if he's just coming on as a staff writer because yeah. he was a producer. He at least got two of his own shows, which was Pushing Up Daisies, now yeah. sadly cancelled, yep. and Dead Like Me, also now sadly cancelled. Because mm. I enjoyed mm. both of those. It's pretty weird for an executive to admit that something isn't up to scratch. Yeah, well, she, even mm. to mention the name of a staff writer and make a big thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what about all the other writers? Yeah. yeah no <laughs> pressure on anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to put noses out of joint. So, yeah, that's a bit odd, that, really. Yeah, but there again, this next item, yeah. I say, it looks like Heroes is lurching from one crisis to another. <laughs> yes. There was a rumour previously started that a high-profile Heroes actor wants out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now, apparently, there's two that want to um, quit the show. Yeah, we mentioned Ooh. last we time. We mentioned yeah. both of these, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Well, well, perhaps you were both right, you know. Maybe we yeah, were. Yeah, and so it looks like the Blackbirds are coming home to roost. Mm. I mean, both Ali Larter and Hayden Panettiere, I mean, they both want out. And mm. So not not be one to, to point fingers, but it seems they're in trouble in front of and behind the cameras. They are. Rats leave your sinking ship, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Really? I said from the beginning, I said it should have only been one series. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't listen to me. And now look what's happened. Yeah, I know. Thank you, a voice of doom. But as I said last time, I, mean, I think Ellie Larter would be much of a loss because they yeah. just haven't made any use mm. of no, her, really. No, well, that's it. But the concentration has certainly been on Hayden Panetti. She has had Claire. Claire. Thank you. Claire. 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 The cheerleader. Yeah. Cheerleader. Yeah. Save the cheerleader. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the plot line for the first season, wasn't it? Mm. She's but, always been a big part of the, yeah. the main plot. Yeah. And also she has her father bring mm. yep. the father that's into it. it. Yeah. Uh, Noah. Gone. Yeah, yeah, but there again, as I stated in the last podcast, Ali Larter was, I mean, she was very much playing second fiddle to uh, Adrian Padsar. Mm, yeah, she was certainly in the uh, lower ranks of the, mm, uh, that's the main it. cast. Do you reckon her ego wouldn't allow her to do that? She's used to being top dog, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, poor choice. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But would it be such a loss overall to cull some of the cast members? I think I think it is a very top-heavy show. Mm, it is. Of plot thread. It's too much quantity, yeah. not enough quality. Exactly. Other shows, you do have the three main stars and then at second rank stars, with this mm. one, they're all stars. Main stars. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you've got all the main characters who are there all the time, and then you have all these guest yeah. characters come back all the time, like yeah. Hero's Father. And... Yeah. Mm. That's it. Yeah. It could just be the fact that it is too large and ungainly. Well, it is. Well, also to mention all the characters that were on level five, yeah. like the guy yeah. who could throw fire yeah. and uh, the puppet master. Yes. I mean, they've all been killed off now. Were they really essential to the plot because their um, their appearance in it was only incidental. We'll see. Mm, we shall indeed. Not our problem. <laughs> Watchmen. Oh, yes. Oh, um, yes. Talking to superheroes. The release date of March the sixth seems to be holding. Fox and Warner, who've been sort of battling in federal court over who owns the rights to the film, yes. lawsuits flying their right. um, differences mm-hmm. in a confidential agreement uh-huh. after a judge decided that Warner had violated Fox's uh, distribution interests by shooting the film. Mm. <laughs> so much money to spend yeah. on lawyers. That's yeah, it. I'm just wondering, has that ramped up the overall budget of the film and they've got to make that much more to recoup well, yeah. the losses? The speculation is that Warner paid out a lump sum up front and is giving a percentage 
image yeah. of the prophets yeah. as a fox. It does make you wonder why they ever went into making it. If, yeah. It seems so obvious that they didn't have the rights distributed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> you'd, have thought, yeah, you'd have thought that would have been hammered out in the original licensing agreement. Yes. Mm, yeah, but you know, all, the, all the contracts mm. to mm. begin with. But Let's hope it's worth it, the film after. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> well, the oh. thing is, what is it? God, who wrote it? Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Alan Moore walked away from it in disgust, but That's having said yet. that, he's he walks away in disgust from virtually all of his uh, yes. <laughs> films. Beef Vendetta. Yeah. Which I thought was a very good film. I, I, I didn't think it was fantastic, but it was watchable. It was mm. certainly watchable. Well, it's certainly an interesting premise for a film anyway. Yeah. Stargate. Oh, yeah. Trying yeah. to squeeze as much blood out of this stone as they possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Indeed. And the cast has been named for Stargate Universe. 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 We've got Justin Louis, who will portray <laughs> Colonel Everett Young. <laughs> David Blue will be Eli Wallace, who I like the sound of this guy. He's a total slacker who just happens to be an utter genius with anything he puts his mind to. Eli Wallace, wasn't he in The Good, The Bad and The Ugly? That's Eli Wallace. He was in in Ugly Betty, apparently. Brian J. Smith will be Lieutenant Matthew Scott. Lieutenant. Whatever. Uh, Jamil Walker-Smith will be Senior Sergeant Ronald Gear, a Marine with a temper you don't want to mess with. Lantern-jawed hero. Um, It's going to be produced and written by the old Stargate stalwarts Brad Mm -hmm. Wright and Robert Cooper Mm. and of course the main star is uh, Robert Carlyle Carlyle yeah as in the Robert Carlyle as in the yes I'm not sure are we having Star Star Trek Trek flashbacks here Mm. yeah I mean how long have Brad Wright and Robert Cooper been on it if it's been SG-1 it's been at least 10 years they found their safety their safety valve well the thing is you you have the same trouble as uh, Brandon Brandon Braga and and, and Pilar they they were at Star Trek for 15 years and, and we went from the heights of next gen down to Enterprise yeah it was diminishing returns yeah mm. I mean that's I could be wrong I hope I'm wrong I really well, do I, hope I, I I'm wrong I didn't think too much of Atlantis I thought one or two yeah. episodes were alright yeah that's it with a couple of classic ones but the rest of them were very very average yeah mm. yeah. so I'm really not looking forward to this uh, uh, yeah it sounds on paper like it's a remake of Voyager Star Trek Voyager yeah mm. well if you look at the characters you've got the um, marine with a temper you wouldn't want to mess with you know let's just call him Tilk. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the genius, let's just call him Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. rehashing yeah. the old it's characters. Re- retreading old ground. Stuck on a starship trying to get home. Yeah, mm. which is... Yes. Yeah. It's, I, I want to be wrong, but... Mm, chinny rack on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Ooh. Bad horse. Bad horse. Bad horse. Yes. Nathan Villian. Oh, he's nice. Mm, who played Captain Hammer. Right. And don't ask me about the Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going there. He says he's very keen to do a sequel to Dr. Horrible's sing along blog. Sounded fun. Yeah. 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 Seemed like he enjoyed making it. <laughs> we, we said this last time, but a little bit more information now. Obviously. The uh, uh, Joss Whedon is tied up with her dollhouse at the moment. <laughs> Interminably. <laughs> Nathan Fillion is eager to do the sequel. As he says, Dr. Horrible was such a positive experience. And uh, he said that the seeds of the proposed sequel were planted in the original's DVD. Yes. Mm-hmm. On That's musical it. commentary, no less. So we're going to have to get it and listen to the commentary mm-hmm. now. If only just they, to... Yeah, if they'd release it in this country. Yeah. They will eventually. Fillion is busy doing a, a new series himself, isn't yes. he? Castle. 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 I know mm-hmm. nothing about that. No, no. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So if anybody's seen it out there and can fill us in. It's produced by ABC. Oh, <laughs> that's helpful. Might not get cancelled immediately. <laughs> yes. I'm hoping it won't for his sake, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of a curse there, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay, it's been 
quite a sad couple of weeks, mm. yeah. TV and film-wise. They're dropping like flies. They are. <laughs> 6th of January, Doctor Who World said goodbye to John Scott Martin, one of the original Dalek yes. operators. I think he was in virtually every Dalek episode of the classic series. And he was yeah. also in um, The Green Death right yes. at the beginning. He yes. was the miner covered in slime. Yes, mm-hmm. he glowed green. He did. <laughs> right. He was <laughs> 82. Oh, good innings. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> did I um, say something wrong? Mm. All right. January the 13th saw Patrick McGowan say oh. be senior for the last time. He's finally escaped. Finally he escaped, yeah. Aged yeah. 80. Yeah. January the 14th, we lost Ricardo Montalban. Come! There are no more planes. 88. <laughs> so, so rude to people. Sorry. <laughs> and January the 18th, we lost Bob May, who played the robot in Lost in Space. He's yeah. Danger, danger, warning, warning, danger. He, he's, he was 69. He's flailed his last. He has. Yes. And then uh, later on, on January the 18th, we lost Tony Hart. Yeah. 83. He's drawn his last. He has. For American listeners probably have no idea what we're talking about. For <laughs> anybody who doesn't know, uh, if you go on YouTube and look up, I think it's Dalek Vision On. Oh, really? That they got him doing the Dalek in, in the playground with the paint roller. Oh, I didn't oh, know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> on, on Vision On, late 70s. Late 70s, Late 70s. Yeah. Does it look like a Dalek? It did. Of it course. did look like a Dalek. Yeah. We, had, mm-hmm. we did actually have a, a fleet of about four or five Daleks come on and sort of chase around and do various things. Okay. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was uh, in England, it was a television programme. Children's TV, TV programme. You, yeah. you used to be able to send in your art and it would go up on the gallery. Yeah, it was an yeah. artist. Mm-hmm. Which, which was the tune yeah. I was humming until I was told to stop. You weren't told to stop you were glared at yes I was I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry get it right I'm sorry <laughs> okay any more news anyone I think we are newsed out that's it yes no for this news. podcast moving on now from the world of news the world of who's who's <laughs> that was a for, terrible was, wasn't it it's time for Doctor Who oh yeah idea from one of our contributors i can't remember who you were but thank you it's an excellent idea we're going to do our favorite tear jerkers and or sad moments brackets and fake keith isn't allowed to choose doomsday close brackets (laughs) just tie my hands behind my back why don't you Okay, so starting with Old Who, mm-hmm. I challenge anyone to find a tearjerker or sad moment. It's going to be difficult, yeah. yeah. Mm. going to be difficult. I've got a few suggestions. Okay. You have. Mm. Well, let's yes. start with Crumbly then, as he's being so cocky. And suggestive. <laughs> and suggestive. Oh, it's digestive. Um, well, there are quite a few that come to mind, actually. One that did spring to mind um, yeah, as we were uh, preparing for this podcast was um, Caves of Anjazani, the uh, regeneration scene. Even mm. though the Doctor's been through it so many times before, I mean, he's just lying back and he says... If feels different this time so he <laughs> would with her hang- <laughs> over him he was gazing into Perry's cleavage the whole time <laughs> well yeah that explains that far away look on his face <laughs> happy face <laughs> oh well as much as his round open bland face would allow <laughs> he was different in the much that uh, as I've said before he was laying down his life for one person. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And yeah, yeah, for, Harry, right, yeah. for the entire universe mm-hmm. or whatever is usually the case. Mm, that's it. The needs yeah. of the few outweigh the, the needs, needs of, of the, the many. M- yep, that's it. What? Oh, I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> that was 
really the fifth doctor's persona yeah brought it very more much down and the personal sacrifice yeah and you get the idea of what was, what's, what's the line i think it's something cornell said in one of his reviews you get the idea that he's slightly miffed that we all can't just sit down and discuss this over cucumber sandwiches <laughs> yes yeah very true yes i'd say the main one that comes to mind is uh the green death the final episode mm-hmm. where yeah. um everyone's having a big shindig yeah, because um yeah. yeah dr jones i mean they're getting engaged and they're going off to the amazon and <laughs> like you do oh. <laughs> as one does it's just the look on Pertwee's face <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hello, hello head of Pertwee oh hello head of Pertwee I, I, I do have one thing to point out yeah mm. did she realise what her name would now be what Joe Jones Joe Jones <laughs> <laughs> there is almost, an almost palpable sense of loss on his face yes mm. where he just yeah, looks in one last time yeah, takes his leave and he just trundles off in Bessie yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact, after listening to the commentary I thought it was hard hitting then mm-hmm. yeah hear about the real breakup how oh i haven't heard the commentary mm. yeah how um i mean that is it i mean to me it just seems sort of she was so swept up in what was going on oh we're going to the amazon yeah. blah 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 she completely forgot about the doctor well it's <laughs> a, it does say that that was roughly the time when poetry decided to stop doing it because the unit family was breaking up yeah i mean they lost joe yeah. the next season they moved the doctor away from earth so the brigadier wasn't in it quite as much it was all a contributing factor to poetry leaving but i haven't heard the commentary yeah, it's a very good commentary. She says how uh, the next Monday she's she's out in the street waiting for John Pertwee to come pick her up as he normally would every morning. Mm. Of course, he doesn't come. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh. She just kind of doesn't realise that that's really the end of it all. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Maybe it just took a little while to sink in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, some good sad moments from Crumbly yep. then, you soppy git, you. <laughs> El Presidente, dig deep into your blackened heart. <laughs> shriveled. Blackened, shriveled. Blackened heart. heart and find heart, heart of something that made you go gosh that's a bit sad well, I think I have to agree entirely with, with Crumbly here really? Green Death yeah. no. couldn't think of anything else he does have a heart <laughs> he's like a little care bear on the quiet isn't he I've got a heart in a jar over there oh, I've yeah. seen it that's yeah. somebody else's it's still beating I know god I'm going to do mine. You do yours. Now, mine, um, I must admit, real Keith told me about this when he described it, but he described it wrong. <laughs> um, I looked it up on YouTube, and there's a little group out there who are doing animated versions of really old Doctor Who stories. And my moment comes from The Massacre. Okay. And it's the point when Stephen confronts the first Doctor about abandoning Anne at the uh, Massacre of St. Bartholomew's Eve. And he storms out of the TARDIS in a right half, and he's gone for good leaving the Doctor alone for the first time since the series began and William Hartnell looks very very old very very lost and just sinks down into this chair and gives us this soliloquy about how none of his companions understand why sometimes he can't interfere and it was just an absolutely gorgeous moment of course it was then ruined by the whole big coincidence of Dodo who happens to look exactly like Anne wandering (laughs) into the TARDIS next time it lands with Stephen in tow it's a rare moment than the actual series takes back steps back and yeah. you get the emotional impact of this oh yeah and yeah. cheap old joke that Hartnell was this bumbling old fool and kept forgetting his lines and this that and the other but he went from being his stand up argumentative self when confronting Stephen but then after he stormed out of the TARDIS as I said he just sank into this chair and looked mm. about 20 years older yeah. than mm. he did a few moments before mm. it was very very well done mm. go on real Keith right if you say 
Green Death. No, no, I'm not saying Green Death. I'm not, I, I, have, I have tried to do a little bit of research and we've dug and looked. And there right. isn't a lot of emotional reaction in the classic series. They, no. they shy away from it a lot and you don't get any repercussions or come back. And I was going to have the massacre, but, you know, you swiped Mine. it. Mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, I have found something and it's not so much of a, a, a tearjerker. It's not an emotional moment, but to my mind it is a quiet moment that shows more of the tender side of the Doctor. Right. It's it's from uh, Tomb of the Cybermen. Oh, yeah. When um, oh, yes. he's there, the second Doctor is there talking to uh, Victoria and she's going on about how horrifying and how wrought she is the emotions of her father's death due to mm-hmm. the suckers for want of a better word mm-hmm. of the Daleks right <laughs> and she asks whether the doctor has any family whether he remembers any family oh yeah. yeah and he just says when I want to remember them I can bring them in front of my eyes otherwise they just sleep in my memory mm-hmm. which is I thought not not so much a, an emotional bit but it's a tender moment yeah right? it's still very poignant yeah. yes mm. yeah it shows that he has had family there is the rest of his extended family that he's permanently cut off from yeah but you wish you hadn't chosen green death now didn't you (laughs) (laughs) no Any more um, old who tearjerkers, mm. sad bits? Well, there is one that I'm sure we can all agree on. Oh, yeah. It's got to be Adric's death in, um, oh, yeah. in Earthshock. Tearjerker? It's so sad. Oh, um, tears of hilarity. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll I mean, it had that. me rolling yeah. on the carpet. Didn't you find it sad? <laughs> I found it bloody hilarious. <laughs> okay, we'll have a vote here. Who found it sad? Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Who found it funny? Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. Um, I found it. Oh, uh, is that it? Um, slightly confusing, <laughs> you know, mystifying. You and, found yeah. life slightly confusing and mystifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Life in general, you know. And then you burst out laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where I was when Adric died. I was, TV? I was, yeah, <laughs> I was sitting at the dining room table, peering across the room with my myopic gaze. I'm glad you said peering. <laughs> watching the telly and eating ravioli. Ah, ravioli. Ravioli. Really? So for me, the death of Adric makes me think of ravioli. <laughs> I always think okay. of those adverts with that family going, don't talk, eat. <laughs> <laughs> You're spiking the drink. <laughs> Too much chocolate. <laughs> this is crumbling on another LSD trip. <laughs> no, there was never on television with this typical sort of, well, <laughs> this family sort of, all, I mean, they must have been from Switzerland or somewhere like that. They all had sort of long right. braided gold okay. sort of hair. And they all had these plates full of ravioli and they were sort of dancing around. They all, and then they all chorused at the end of the advert, don't talk, eat. He didn't it wake must... up five seconds later. <laughs> it, it, it must God, be very very nice uh, living in his head. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> anyway. I'm sure somebody will, will come to my aid. Desperately. No. Psychiatrist. <laughs> like You're making things up again, aren't you? No, I'm not. I swear. Hand on wallet. There was a TV. <laughs> yeah, okay. There okay. was an advert like that in the 70s. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Rapidly. New Who. New Who. Soppy mm. bits from New Who. Rather uh, more... Uh, yeah, they're, they're a dime yeah. a dozen, aren't they? Go on, El Presidente. Give us your soppy bit. Oh, my, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> soppy. Soppy. <laughs> not sloppy. <laughs> oh, I was going to say soggy. Oh. <laughs> Don't need to choose or from. Or floppy. 
I think were we all banned from Doomsday or is it just just you no, I'm, I'm the only one I'm not, okay. who's not allowed to do Doomsday oh, I'm not going to do Doomsday anyway but that, that was high up there uh, Father's Day as well I thought yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Who Family of Blood oh, my daddy uh, Family of Blood The End the Rem- Remembrance Day oh, oh yeah yeah. yeah. Mm, but yeah. the one that really wins it for me is Turn Left <laughs> with yeah. Wilf and the people being casted off the concentration oh, camp I've got exactly the same yeah. one yeah that yeah. was a yeah. labour camps mm, that's what they called them last time mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. happening again did you find just the look the and Wolf and the Italian dad they didn't yeah. say anything yeah, they just look looked at each twin. other yeah. and it was an absolutely heartbreaking it really was <laughs> an understanding yeah, mm. yeah very well, very you well stole my soppy moment <laughs> <laughs> although let's face it turn left there were several soppy moments mm. there, were. there was um, when Donna realised what was going to happen yeah, yeah just as she's vanishing through the yeah. time stream and oh. it's the look of total acceptance on we, her face we watched that the other day and we you said, did That's... I hadn't recovered yet well, you said to me that's when she sealed her. Oh yeah, that's when for me that's when Donna Catherine Tate. Yeah, Catherine Tate. You know, I just she could do no wrong. That oh, was yeah. that was the moment. Oh yeah, yeah she was getting definitely. better and better and better. But that was the that moment was I thought you know you yeah. can you can yeah. mime your way through the rest of the series. Love, <laughs> I think you're brilliant. Yeah, yes, definitely. Do you like my I love Catherine Tate badge? Yes, that's <laughs> a, nice. it's the little flashing LEDs mm, and the yeah. big arrows pointing <laughs> towards I'm it. Quite sure the picture is you were doing to her. But... Oh, to <laughs> see that. <laughs> Nothing too conspicuous, then. No, no. Well, I suppose if he's stolen my turn left, have I got you, to come up with another one? You can if you want yeah, to. Do you? It's up to you. Give a runner-up. I, I sort of do, but I'm not sure if it counts. It's the end of The Girl in the Fireplace. Oh, yeah. When everyone's disappeared into the TARDIS, Madame Le Pompadour's <laughs> dead, yeah. the Doctor's read his letter and done his crying bit, and you just have the music growing over the... Um, you're panning out from where the TARDIS has disappeared, you've got the picture of Madame de Pompadour... And then you come out, it's the name of the ship, yeah. and it's just all lonely in space, mm. and that brilliant music, which point the world goes quite blurry for me. <laughs> <laughs> More blurry than usual. Yeah, yeah, get it right. I do think Murray Gold's music oh, yeah. God, he's, really he's... helps this series. I mean, personally, I think Murray's Gold music is mediocre and spectacular. There is no yeah. bad, you know, yeah. it's extremes from what I've mm. said. But when he when he's good, he's it's phenomenal. awesome. Yeah. In the proms, some of that music just been there in the Albert Hall yeah. oh yeah. yeah the uh, Song of Freedom yeah listening to that being played in the Albert Hall sitting there being very aware that cameras are going round <laughs> thinking I'm not going to sit here in blub because I'll end up <laughs> on the BBC <laughs> <That's> you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah the uh, Song of Freedom also I love the Gallifrey yeah, yeah. because yeah. it's whimsical it's happy and it's tragic yeah I don't know how music can do that but it is well it's good music if it does that yeah, I mean, all, yeah. music does need to have the power to move a person yeah. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah. Uh, well, then, Crumbly, give us yours. Well, I was going to say Girl in the Fireplace, but you beat me to oh, it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done I mean, order, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've quoted the bit where um, everything's finished and you just see the uh, Madame du Pompadour uh, ship floating, um, well, drifting in space. All I can add to that is um, the scene where he wants to go back and see her one last time, but she's died. Mm. And he's just that few days too late. And mm. he's just watching the uh, That's it. He's just disappear. He's watching the hearse vanish down the uh, driveway, down the uh, avenue of trees. And that's the only thing can do he's, he's absolutely powerless to do anything but watch mm. we're going to have to have an emotion break at this <laughs> we are. We are. We are. <laughs> all sitting here welling up <laughs> <laughs> misty eyed go on real Keith 
you okay. heartless, heartless man. Again, with no who, it yeah. very definitely wears its heart in its sleeve. And there is so many emotional points that it's hit. But I think I've got to go for Journey's End. Mm. Right at the end, when he's brought Donna home. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the level of emotion that Tennant displays. But unlike Doomsday, which is also a good one, and I think yeah. I should mention. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just because Definitely. fake Keith can't. Yeah, it's yep. not fair. Yeah, so I'm going to Doomsday, 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 Doomsday. Thank you. Unlike Doomsday, the emotion is still there, but you can see it's very much... Contained. Mm. Yeah. Under wraps. It's yeah. all yeah, it's all there. And Bernard Cribbins. That, that's oh. yeah, that's the bit that I was getting to. The bit that really makes me go <laughs> is Bernard Cribbins standing there saying that I will look for you, sir. Later yeah. tonight I'll stand up mm, and I'll look for it. you. And it's the salute. It's the salute that gets me. Yeah. yeah. He's standing it's the pouring rain, David Tennant just getting soaking wet, yeah. disappears into the TARDIS. Yeah. And no one sees him salute and the doctor doesn't see him salute, but he does it out yeah. of respect. Mm-hmm. And then he has to turn around and walk back into the house to a granddaughter who is less of a person. Yeah. Who was there as the bolshy witch that we first met. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's because it's tragic on so many levels and again the last shot is you've got the doctor without Sarah because she's got someone without Rose because she's got someone now yeah. without mm-hmm. Donna because she doesn't remember him without Jack because he's got Torchwood, torchwood. Mm-hmm. once again the lonely angel yeah. 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 well as you say the lonely god yeah mm. as I stated previously I mean it's a constant reminder of well his I wouldn't say immortality but his extended lifetime yeah, mm. yeah. I mean he is forever having to say goodbye yeah destined to live mm-hmm. yep. does anyone else need some ice cream Yes! <laughs> What's that chocolate? It's just amazing just how good Bernard Cribbins was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think of him as just kind of a comedy actor. Yeah. But yeah. No disrespect to him, but a, a bumbling comedy actor. Yeah. You know, David from the film, the police copper from, yes, from indeed, yeah. the, the mm. films. And, and Carry On. Yeah. And Right Said Fred. And Right Said Fred. <laughs> but, you know, again, it seems to be most comedy actors have this straight man who's desperately well, trying to get it's out. It's a typical well, clown, isn't yeah. it? Clowns are tragic figures. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. It. I mean, to have good comedy, there has to be a streak of sadness. Isn't it? Yeah, well, or pathos, well, anyway. Hang on, what was it? I, I can't remember who said it, but comedy basically boils down to tragedy, I stub my toe. Comedy, mm. you stab your toe. Mm. You stab your toe? <laughs> yeah, no, stub, stub your toe. Stab. <laughs> you stab your own toe for. <laughs> but he does the ageing thing as well. When yeah. he's standing on the doorstep oh, saying yeah. goodbye, mm. he looks like 90 years old. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I know that's probably not very far off for him, but <laughs> he really does. He looks a yeah. different man. He looks just so weak. And, but when he salutes, he pulls himself oh, he pulls up himself like, all up and, and sheds about 20 years. Yeah. <sighs> Do you think when we go to this convention, running up and hugging him <laughs> would yeah. be frowned upon? I think it may be, yeah. yeah. Um, excuse me, people out there, but we're going to have to take a few minutes to get out hankies, blow noses, yeah. have mm. cups of coffee. We'll, we'll be back to you. We'll be right back. With Battlefield? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Doctor, what about you now? Who have you got? I mean, all those friends of yours. They've all got someone else. Still, that's fine. I'm fine. I'll watch out for you, sir. You can't ever tell her. No, no. But every night, Doctor, when he gets up and the stars come out, I'll look up on her behalf. I'll look up at the sky and think of you. Thank you.
Okay, all better. Yep. Now, we've all bought DVDs. We have. Mm-hmm. Or borrowed. Or borrowed DVDs. <laughs> yeah, we've got a hold of them from nefarious means. And our, our latest one is Battlefield. <laughs> Sylvester McCoy and mm-hmm. Sophie Aldred. Mm-hmm. Ah, hello. And Nicholas Courtney. What did we think of Battlefield. It's a mixed bunch, really. There were some fantastic bits in there, but there was also some, oh my God. Wasn't there just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember when I saw this first time round, th- it was one of my favourites yeah, ever. Yeah. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. But John really? Nathan Turner's right, the memory cheats. Cheats, yes. <laughs> yeah. Bits of it. Ooh. I found it very watchable, actually. Could somebody refresh my memory as to how far into um, Sylvester McCoy's um as the Doctor. This was the beginning of his last year. Last season. series, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it only goes to prove that the show was hitting its stride again. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I, mean, some, some I found it yeah. very watchable. That was the, about the last season of Sylvester's thing. It was tragic because it was once again as good as it was. Mm. Just nobody was watching. Yeah, the, mm. it's because the season before was so bad. Yeah, yeah. Had its moments. Oh, yeah, but it had some blooming awful moments well, as well. Well, true. The Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Dodd. Mm, he wasn't so bad. Oh, yes, he was. He wasn't in there very much. <laughs> Thank God. One little criticism with this DVD. Mm-hmm. One of my pet peeves again. Oh, no. It's got what do they call it? A feature length edited, edit. a yeah. feature length edit. They basically updated the special effects, etc., etc. They put in a couple of dropped scenes which are interesting. Yeah, but you. updating the special effects, pet peeve of mine. Don't see why it was necessary. Yeah, have the option to watch the original. Yeah. Yes, which is what I did. Pointedly, I watched. Which is something to pour oil on troubled waters. This is something we did um, cover in a previous podcast. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the, the argument of um, the rejig version versus the um, original. In my defence, who's going for the person who enjoys rejigged versions and whatever? Scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sword fights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the original, they came across as decidedly clumsy, and yeah. and mm. but in the rejigged version, they must have sped them up by something like a quarter of a second. Mm. Really? They, they yeah. were faster, they were snappier, and they were, they were more. I'll give you more that. They weren't point. speeded up enough to have to put the Benny Hill. Yeah, it didn't look. It, it didn't look <laughs> silly. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was something like a quarter of a second mm. or a third of a second or, or whatever. But they were snappier. They were quicker. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, obviously, I mean, all fight scenes have to be choreographed yeah. um, one example that comes to mind is in the first Star Wars film where Luke is being attacked by the sand person yeah. mm-hmm. uh, well Tuscan Raider call it what you will yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I remember watching the making of the film and they did film the scene at normal speed then speed it up by a quarter yeah. to make it look like the blows were really raining down on him yeah originally you get the feeling that the actors what with those suits of armour the actors mm. couldn't see what the hell <laughs> they yeah. were doing wow. so the, they, slow, they were very slow and very cautious and mm. with a couple of seconds just speed it up it looks like they mean business. They mm, look like exactly. they're trying to kill each other. Okay. Perhaps we should give a brief synopsis of some kind. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. Um, <laughs> Battlefield it's basically the King Arthur legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got present day Earth, as t'was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's meant to be the future, wasn't it? Yeah, because mm, yeah. Yeah, they had the five pound coin, didn't they? Yeah, so I think yeah. about 1999-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, did, years I did notice all the road signs well, were in kilometres. Yeah. 89. So yeah, it, would, it was either 99 or 2000, turn of the century yeah, yeah. yeah anyway picky 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 <laughs> um they're invaded by knights in shining armor from an alternate dimension effectively mm-hmm. led mm-hmm. by Morgane, played by gene marsh yep. who's aged very well 
when I was watching the... Oh, yeah. um, yes. Yes. haven't you yeah, just? Mm. I've completely forgotten what they were there for. Uh, for sure. Arthur and Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they, were were f- to, they were trying to find Arthur they were trying and Excalibur. To... Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And Arthur had disappeared, what was it, 2,000 years before, but Morgaine, for some reason, was expecting to find him alive. Yeah. They had extended lifetime. Well, it, she, she was called the Ageless Morgaine. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, they all seem to be a good 1,000 years old. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why she was ageless in particular, when her son was They're, presumably not yeah. much. Younger. It's called buttering up the older woman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mm. Anyway, into this mix, for some reason, which is never really explained, unit. Yes, they arrived with, with a nuclear, a nuclear weapon. weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which Somehow managed to drive off the mm. road into a ditch by the lake. Because of an EMP pulse. Mm. Which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I think it's meant to have been Excalibur signalling the TARDIS calls the EMP pulse. Ah. That's, that's the impression oh, I was okay. given. But it's not actually explained. No, okay. I wondered if it was them coming through the atmosphere or yeah, something. Yeah, it could have been that. Mm-hmm. But the rather dodgy effect of them flying through... Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> Head first towards the planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screaming <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile you have this archaeological dig going on at this pub what was it mm. called the Gore Crow just by the lake which is Vortigan's mm, Lake Vortigan's mm. Lake yeah which had been going on for about 10 years but the only decent thing they bought up was a scabbard mm-hmm. a scabbard which shook a lot it did it sort of... <laughs> as opposed to Lancelot uh, oh god <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> thank you that, thank you that, that, that was something the in the Arthurian legend the scabbard is quite important because it's worth mm-hmm. 10 of the sword well it's because whoever wore the scabbard could not be harmed well surely the person with the sword can't be harmed you know if I hit you with a scabbard you're going to get cross, no, no, you're no, going to get cross no, no, and stab no, no, me no 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 if I was carrying the scabbard and you tried to stab me it wouldn't harm me I bet you it would <laughs> no. go, go and get a knife <laughs> I haven't got the scabbard but the whole thing to my mind is a big thing in the first episode first two episodes was made of the scabbard mm, mm. Yes. and then it's just dropped yeah, yeah. then we move on to it, Excalibur it, it, and it disappeared yeah yeah, yeah. The big hint through this entire episode is that the Seventh Doctor will be Merlin. Well, maybe not the Seventh Doctor, but a Doctor. The Doctor Mm -hmm. will become Merlin. Yeah. There's a spaceship under the lake. Yes. Mm -hmm. Accessible by an underground tunnel, which is sealed Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. with a message. Written in stone, apparently in the Doctor's handwriting, was dig hole here. Mm, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we also see the brig. Good old brig. We do. We get two brigs. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. We get our brigadier. Good old faithful. That was a dead giveaway that was when I first saw Brigadier Bambera and uh, who was the Arthurian warrior's name? Anselin. Anselin. I thought those two are going to hit it off. Obviously. <laughs> Small yeah, side yeah. point. A personal friend of ours her first car was, was called, called Anselin. <laughs> <laughs> Named after this particular Named yes. after this ah. particular <laughs> It was a rubbish machine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't it got us to Blackpool and back. It did. It did. <laughs> so there's the good guys and the bad guys. Good yep. guys is one guy. Anselin. <laughs> Anselin. Yeah. Yeah. The bad yeah. guys are Mordred and his cronies. Mm, yes, yeah. his army. Uh, who, for some strange reason, were just hanging around in a churchyard. Although the, I quite liked that. They were obviously the advanced guards. Mm. As you said, they're hanging around in this churchyard. <laughs> and Morgane comes to them. They're standing next to um, a war memorial. And she gives Mordred, for want of a better word, a bollocking in front of his men. <laughs> yep. Because they're about to declare war on this land. And they hadn't paid uh, tribute to the 
the fallen from the last wars. Yeah. So there's this weird honour there. Yeah. You know, we're going to yeah. slaughter you, but first we're going to have this little we're ceremony call a little truce. to <laughs> to say well done <laughs> yeah. to your fallen dead. And at that moment, Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart happens to be wandering past. Damn fine chap. <laughs> As he does, with his weapon in hand. Mm. Oh yes. Hopping back to the honour thing. It's a case in point for the pub with Maldrin had drunk all those oh, beers. Oh, that's right, yeah. And she extracted the information from that um, lieutenant's Lavelle. mind. Lavelle. Mm-hmm. Killing her. Yeah. And just dismisses the body, but returns the landlady's sight in... To pay for the drinks. To pay, pay yeah. for the drinks. Yeah. Yeah, it's that dichotomy. Di- yeah. Yeah, dichotomy yeah. of honour. Oh, excuse yeah. me, I must pay the tab. Yeah. 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 Suddenly yeah. she can see again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are problems. It takes what two episodes for Brigadier to actually turn up. Mm, yeah. He's in yeah. the first scene. Then he's in a helicopter. Buying a tree. Garden centre, apparently. <laughs> I, I would like to point out again in the defence of the altered and totally useless. I didn't say totally okay, useless. I said sorry. unclean. No, 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 unclean. no. The unclean, updated effect. Yeah, right. In, in the work origi- of the devil. <laughs> in the original, you got no real sense of time or how long it took. Oh, in the in the helicopter. In the helicopter. Mm, in yeah. the remake they put a cloud in the no, background no 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 in the remake they tint it out so it looks like it's at night when they're going over yeah. uh-huh. and they also put a whole load of clouds and sun in another yeah. you get the actual idea for the, the rejigged one there is a passage of time for the brigadier to get there it takes him a day to get there there, and there are more scenes of them yeah in the helicopter to London. Yeah. Yeah. not that you see any of London I think you get a, an aerial shot if memory serves yeah I think it's the Maybe. EastEnders map yeah, yeah EastEnders oh, map yeah. Or, what is it, The Apprentice yeah, footage. Definitely a budget. They had the helicopter and they just had yeah. a few shots of it. I think it's in the making of they only had the helicopter for the afternoon. Yes, so all it, the yeah. shots were actually done as they were flying over the garden. Uh, I think they had the yeah. helicopter for about two or three hours. That or was it. Like that. That was and it, then yeah. they blew it up. <laughs> they didn't. They blew up a really bad looking replica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but come on. That's the BBC. Probably jumping ahead, but battlefields amongst Doctor Who fans is is um, best known for the <laughs> incident which could easily have cost oh, yes. Sophie Aldred mm. her life. Oh, yes. Drink, yeah. yes. <laughs> which, um, there's, it's covered quite nicely in the it special is. features. Mm. For those who don't know, she was lowered into this tank of water which she was hammering on, screaming, Doctor, 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 please rescue me. <laughs> and the glass cracked. Yeah. And Sylvester McCoy can actually be heard in the background yeah, quick, yelling, get her out! Get her out! Yeah, doing and she's hoisted up thing. and suddenly the studio is full of water. Mm, yeah. Yes, uh, lots of, um, yeah, chance of people getting um, electrocuted. It just shows how how dodgy the safety procedures well, are. Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. apparently, I could be mistaken, and I don't want to be sued for any reason if the wrong people <laughs> listen to it, <laughs> to this listens. podcast. <laughs> they hadn't done the correct calculations. They had taken into account of the water, but they hadn't mm. taken into account of Sophie in there hammering as well. Because uh-huh. she, did, she did really... Oh, yeah, that yeah. Yes. and she, she was told, yeah, it's safety glass, we've got no problem, go mm. for it. And of course, she's bound Bouncing up and down trying mm, to stay afloat. It. It's, <laughs> it's the water, the displaced water, and, mm. and, and the and th- yeah. hammering on the glass. The, the yeah. glass just wasn't thick enough. But as Sylvester said in interviews afterwards, he got the chance to be a real hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Bless yeah. him. Something I'd also like to point out personally, the Seventh Doctor is my favourite Doctor. Uh, it's the air of mystery and the chess manoeuvres that you get mm. from him. But I think, how can I put it? I think some of the scenes that Sylvester was asked to do were slightly beyond his acting range at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Watching it nowadays, I feel... Embarrassed with him holding the um, scabbard. Oh, 
oh. and shouting at Morgane offset. That that comes. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. a little. He was either asked to do it, told to do it a certain way, and I, it just doesn't ring yeah, true to my forced. mind. It was. Yeah. It was. Mm. I think even the best actor in the world have trouble making out. Yes, look some of those lines. Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was difficult stuff, but I think it's slightly outside his range. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry to say that because I loved. I loved the seventh. I was Doctor, never but... convinced by his ability to be able to shout. It never quite mm. came. No, off he did. He's, he was no Lawrence Olivier, except <laughs> for when it's panicking with glass breaking in front of they should have done that more often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One scene that simultaneously drew um, comparisons and also hoots of laughter was uh, the scene where uh, Ace is surfacing, brandishing uh, an Excalibur. <laughs> oh, the lady oh, yeah. in the lake. Yes, yeah. the lady in the lake. I mean, there's always Monty Pythons. <laughs> Strange women lying in bonds is no basis for a just because some of the government. Audrey bunged a scimitar at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not some farcical aquatic ceremony. <laughs> yeah, that does. Just, she suffered badly yeah. in oh, this. Oh, God. Yeah. She had to do that scene several times oh, because no. when you're coming up out of the water, you can't tell if your arm mm. holding the sword yeah. is pointing skywards. It was always coming out. It was coming out sideways. Yeah. <laughs> then she was told that she could have got Viles disease from the water mm. and had to go to the doctor to get yeah, a, an injection. Yeah. <laughs> a, a course of inoculations. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor girl. Yeah, she went through the ringer on that one. Certainly did. Yeah, and I think the final ending is something of a letdown as well. Oh, the let's all have some tea in the garden. It's not only that. You've caught a witch who has unearthly, unworldly powers that could easily walk through walls Mm. and slip chains and and what they're going to do? Lock her up with her son as well. I found the whole scene where he just talks her rounds was too rushed. I like the idea of him being able to talk her round, being able to appeal to... um, her sense of mm. honour as yeah. it were because she wouldn't want to kill civilians because she's she's a warrior woman yeah, I mean, but that... I thought it was too quick I thought it, it could have perhaps been hinted at earlier and gradually worked up all yeah, that, the way that, through the episode that harks back to what we were saying at the beginning with the ceremony to honour the dead yeah exactly and it wasn't to her codes of honour or yeah. her codes of war yeah it was far too rushed it was far too it was literally just one scene yeah or, mm. I'm but... going to do this oh, you really don't want to yeah. kids would die oh, alright then click yeah <laughs> does make you wonder why he didn't do that at the beginning yeah. well even in his own future in the past for her yeah. if they really have been battling throughout time these two the future Dr Merlin yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. why, why couldn't appealed? he just have persuaded her before yeah. I don't know it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't quite work I'd like to make a point of the extras. What's Fiona Bruce who played Angela Bruce? Sorry, Angela Bruce. Bambera. Who played? She loved Fiona it. Fiona Bruce. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. on the luckiest sofa in the world. <laughs> and I'm but, Fiona Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> but she's going on about it. it's very rare that she actually gets a chance to pick up a sword and mm. attack someone. And, and she she yeah. hadn't until no. the very, her very last scene when yeah. they told her, right, you're going to have a sword fight, and she has to pick up this broadsword that was about as tall as she was. Yeah, and, and, Previously, she'd only been practicing with a pencil, yeah. watching the stunt <laughs> fighters practicing. Oh, believe me, a, a full-size broadsword is very heavy, as I can attest. Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, this week, in stating the bleeding obvious, <laughs> a broadsword is heavier than a pencil. <laughs> no, um, yeah, a friend of mine, um, he's a Norse pagan, and uh, he was getting... A Norse pagan? He's mm. a reenactor, yeah? Yes, he's a reenactor. Oh, okay, well. not a real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like 4,000 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we had a uh, spiritualist ceremony in uh, in, uh, Chester and I was one of the uh, honour guard we were all wearing sort of full Viking regalia (laughs) 
And uh, <laughs> if I can ever get hold of the video, there is a scene where three of us are rushing across one of the bridges in Chester, waving broadswords around, <laughs> screaming at the top of our voices. I was like, can we have photos? Yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. no. But that is one character I'd like to see back. Is, is Winifred. Oh, mm. Bambera, yeah. I would like to mm. see General Bambera. Yeah, I wasn't quite convinced by her as the, a brigadier. Though. Yeah. She didn't seem to be professional enough. <laughs> she I mean. was very um, lacklustre with her words. She, she couldn't she just... swear on telly, so we had mm. shame. shame. Well, there's, that, that was bad. But then she just got into these bizarre sets of fights with Anselin. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's the thing. They could, they could have dropped the whole, so what, are you married? Yeah. Yeah, I found that yeah, very just jarring. Got, yeah, just gone for the brass tacks eh? yeah. yeah she's high ranking military officer she we just get be... beat somebody up <laughs> <laughs> she should just be scrapping with what's effectively a prisoner it's a typical case of a um, unit blundering in with, a, with no foresight whatsoever and the doctor and uh, the two opposing forces they're trying to work out a truce and then she comes blundering in right nobody move or I shoot <laughs> yeah well uh, again I think that's a case of the character having to serve the plot mm. yeah. rather than the plot serving the character mm. true I did like the idea that unit has been uh, busy coming up with various weapons since mm. the doctor left was and then he blew it all out of the water by asking if they had any silver, silver bullets, bullets. Mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> which they did yes yeah. Yeah. yeah I did like their portrayal of unit yes. it was really a mul- united a multicultural oh yes. yeah you had mm. what Zbigniew yeah the Frobisher? English one Frobisher Frobisher yeah was there a Frobisher Zbigniew it's Frobisher yeah from Big Finish oh god <laughs> I was thinking of pen- penguins yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's Frobisher in disguise ah. right. he's, he's the Big Finish penguin in Frobisher yeah alright now I just can't watch that ever again <laughs> <laughs> all hail Frobisher all no, hail the big, big talking bird, bird. <laughs> but it's, it's true it's things like Star Trek and Stargate they sort of pretend that they're multicultural by having 500,000 Americans and maybe one Russian mm, or one yeah. Englishman yeah but that um, I think I, I probably just offended Leslie again sorry Leslie <laughs> but that portrayal of unit you're right it, there were people mm. from every nation it was yeah. a truly multinational task force having said that I could be wrong but the latest incarnation of unit seems to have slipped back it does there was no it was all English Uh, all all white English uh, Anglos only yeah Yeah. or American or or, as I said American Dempsey oh wouldn't he good (laughs) (laughs) I liked him I don't think he should have died if he told you to do something you'd do it yeah yeah. (laughs) I thought it was a shame that also Begniff was only in one episode yes right at the beginning Mm. as well presumably he died yeah Yeah. but it was never shown no no with bullets and swords flying everywhere mm-hmm. and bodies right. but there, there again Lavelle the pilot of the helicopter yeah. and she was she a good was, character yeah she was. and that was a very well written incidental character because yeah. you were genuinely sad that she got killed yeah that's something the show has always done well and hopefully should continue to do well yeah mm. well Ross than, yeah Ross little yeah. Ross <laughs> who went on to be uh, what's Luke. his face Luke, yeah. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> with his shirt off all the time oh <laughs> god <laughs> let's move from bland, open, pleasant face oh, to six-pack. I was a little less convinced by the need or the point of the other character, the ace character. What was her name? Oh, Shou Yin. Shou Yin, yeah. yeah. What was she in there? For? She was just someone for ace to... Well, just to bounce off, really. Bounce off, yeah. for want of another term. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, the scene where they're in the circle of salt, Morgane is trying to bring out the worst in them. It goes back to what you were saying about, sort of, right, I know it's racist to say when ace they sort of shut your mouth, you slant-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been thinking about that, actually. I wonder if 
it's just a case that being British at the moment, we have to apologise for living. You know, yeah. anyone so much as makes a joke, they have to apologise mm, for it. it. And I think it's become ingrained in us because um, I was watching Firefly the other day. Yep. Brilliant series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to do a recommendation for that. Certainly cut a, short. Yeah. It was a conversation between Reynolds and Shepard Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Shepard Book was basically trying to let him see the error of his ways. Be, being all pastoral. And Mal turned around and said, shouldn't you be bringing religiosity to the fuzzy wuzzies or something? <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't be allowed to say that over oh, here because we're now. so frightened of offending people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a throwaway line and it was perfectly within character. Yes. And the yellow slant-eyed line is what Ace was. Late 80s in London and obviously this Morgane was trying to bring out the worst in her. That's exactly what she would have said. I mean, it's a typical grievance at the... <laughs> would come out with (laughs) (laughs) oh she's thinking of a reply (laughs) no no so no I I do think sometimes as British people we've had it ingrained into us to be too damn polite about everything well it's the stiff upper lip sad but true anyway moving on interesting take on the future I thought five pound coins Mm -hmm. never happened never happened (laughs) Uh, and uh, the phones the phones you you don't do the dial you speak into it Ah. but there's no internet there no no the cars are 2CV 2CV and Land Rovers there was not one people carrier in that episode no no economical drive no mobile phones no one was watching X Factor. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, maybe. <laughs> there was a car phone, though. Ah. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was rather large. Well, that was the big walkie-talkie thing, mm. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, Bamberry had a... Bamberry had... No, that yeah. wasn't a car phone, that was yeah. just a military... That, 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 yeah, that seems radio. to be the same one that they used in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, the typical 1980s house brick that was a mobile phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, no satellite phones. <laughs> so easy to mock, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. Well, what we'll be doing in 10 years' time, mm, looking at new who now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they haven't tried to tackle the near future really too no. much, have they? 2012, but That's... they didn't really show any futuristic. No, it and... won't be any different. You know, it'll you be so won't. little difference. I know, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, on the whole, what did we all think of Battlefield? Um, I think on the whole that its vision outreached its grasp. Mm. Mm. You know, they yeah. they tried to be too ambitious for the budget, but I don't know, good effort. Difficult second album for yeah. Ben Aronovich, mm. the writer. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Who did a fantastic first story. Oh, the Remembrance, wasn't remembrance, it? Oh, that, yeah. yeah, that mm. was... And I remember being disappointed by Battlefield. I yeah. expected more of it after yeah, Remembrance. Yeah, yeah. My memories of watching it first time, yeah, I've got to go with you on that. No, I liked it first time round, but I agree, watching it second time round, 20-odd years later, yeah. bits of it are excruciatingly embarrassing, <laughs> but other bits of it are still good. Mm. Yeah. Good they didn't kill off the Brigadier either. Mm. Oh, yes. That's what yes. they were planning to do. Yes. Yeah. I found it a very watchable um, episode. I missed it first time round. Yeah, this was but... your first one, wasn't it? That's right. I found a prime example of who hitting its stride again after, um, well, what could best be described as a drought. Mm. I don't know. You had things like Remembrance mm, the season yeah. before, which is fantastic. What's the uh, the vampire one? Uh, Heme of Curse. 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 That was this yeah. season. That was this that season. Was, that was later yeah. this season, but that, yeah. again, pales outstanding to, to Fenric. Yeah, so I think it was certainly this season it got its act together. The season overall, personally for me, there was Curse of Fenric, Ghostlight I loved. I know mm. you don't. Never worked but really, but. there's a couple more this season that's and we go, yes, it's, it's getting there, it's getting there. And, and then it, it ended. And then it ended, yeah. Mm. I don't know, I wasn't particularly impressed by Survival either, 
to be honest. But. Survival was another battlefield. It was yeah. a good concept, but oh my god, some of it was embarrassing. Yeah, another case of rather bad effects let it down. Yeah, exactly. I love that cat. <laughs> <laughs> there were some good bits as well in, in uh, Battlefield. Like, for example, in the uh, commentary, they're saying how the pub, that was a set. Oh, I yeah. Didn't realize. I assumed yeah. that really oh, was. I thought that was really? the no. location. No, no, no. That, that was the location. But as I say, compare that to the inside of the unit vehicle. Yeah, again, yeah. it looked dreadful. The unit vehicle was beautiful for the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it came straight from the 70s. Contrast in this story of yeah. good and bad. <laughs> okay. Yep. yep. All right, well, that's it for Doctor Who. Oh. Oh. And now, for your delectation and delight, Fake Keith will give you her 30-second recommendation. Right, my 30-second recommendation, I'd like to recommend Being Human, which is being shown on BBC Three on Sunday evenings. Concept surrounds the adventures of a werewolf, a vampire and a ghost who share a house in Bristol. Werewolf George is played by Russell Tovey, vampire Mitchell is Aidan Turner, and Lenora Critchlow plays Annie the ghost, best known to Who fans for her kidnapping of Martha in Gridlock. show can't seem to decide whether to be a comedy or a drama, but shows a lot of promise. Russell Tovey in particular is very entertaining so try being human it's the only good thing on on Sunday nights Mm. Yeah, must yeah. catch it. Not seen yeah, it, it was, that one. I think you can grab it on iPlayer I'm at the sure. moment. Yeah. What is it? Last Sunday, so it might still be up there when we go up. I will <laughs> say though that it was probably a good idea that Russell Tovey didn't become the Doctor because oh, yes. he screams like a girl. He does. He does. There's this beautiful scene where he's sort of running from pillar to post. Things jump out of him, and it's really a very high pitch. Yeah, mm, I think okay. this is kind of a comedy. It's trying to be, but it's got this dark undertone. Yeah, it, to it's it. it's slightly schizophrenic. In one minute, it will do high comedy Mm -hmm. and then it stags into low drama and horror (laughs) and and horror yes we've had some letters haven't we have we we? oh yes hang on Yes, so we have. Oh, well, we've got one from Nathan. Hey. Hello, Nathan! Hello, Nathan! Kindly posted us via the blog, and it starts off, No need to apologise, real Keith. It was very, very funny. <laughs> I think <laughs> we all know. Finger I think it may be. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. I'm enjoying demons, especially the theme tune. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Did you miss out a word there? It's, I'm enjoying demons, is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says there. I think some people do like it. <laughs> yeah. Saturday evening tea time family viewing. It's bubblegum. I, I wasn't too impressed. Uh, we're not, we're not oh, reviewing, sorry. we're just doing I, I was feedback. Just I wasn't too impressed on the last <laughs> two episodes. But, uh, <laughs> no, you just <laughs> sit in your corner. <laughs> He's wandered off mumbling <laughs> to himself. <laughs> but I can't see it lasting more than a season. It's probably too weak to draw in a steady crowd of viewers. I don't really want to comment on Matt Smith because I've never seen him before in my life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <fair> <laughs> enough. Yeah. Okay, we'll let you have I'm sure he'll be excellent though. The vast toffee, MN, MN, never makes mistakes. As for Star Cops, love it. Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> Who doesn't? I don't. <laughs> oh, over there. I always hope the Battlestar Galactica mob would take it on as their next remake project one yeah. day. Mm, that might be interesting. No, no, it wouldn't. No. <laughs> it does deserve a new version of it. Yeah. Updated effects. <laughs> Could Nanny Island find me a girlfriend, please? I'm lonely. Oh, you're a Doctor Who fan, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that's Ooh. below the belt. <laughs> Got one from Leslie. Uh, hello, hello, Leslie. Leslie. Oh. She says, dear team, team, I enjoyed the podcast as always. It's such fun to hear so many people writing in. Staggering Stories is clearly becoming as popular as it deserves. Mm, thank you. You've jinxed it, Leslie, <laughs> because this is the last letter for this week. <laughs> we only had two. Yeah. I was surprised to hear you not raking demons over the coals. Having never really followed Buffy, please don't throw things at me. Shame on you, Leslie. Shame. I can't say how it compares to that show, but I do agree with the Merlin comparisons. No cravats in sight, Adam, despite Richard Wilson's presence. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. I will keep watching it, but I won't stop rolling my eyes. <laughs> Fair enough. Fake Keith. I've never seen 24, so I don't know how twee that is either. <laughs> Was very twee. I do, however, agree agree that I would have liked the 10th Doctor to have had David Tennant's Scottish accent, but I do remember reading somewhere that RTD did not want a tour of Britain going on with the accents after Eccleston. Mm-hmm. Do you really have a picture of Peter Davison above your bed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you. That is a question only the real Keith can answer. It's very off-putting when he's looking at you. <laughs> my, se- my season four poster is staring at me across the wall. The other wall has my autograph photo of John Barrowman my watercolour signed by David Tennant yeah. and a programme from a Dylan Thomas centre dinner signed by Russell T Davis. Mm. Probably more info than you wanted to know. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it was. I've got an interesting fact about Dylan Thomas. Go on then. Right, do we want to know? Um, in the play Under Milk Wood, a small Welsh village where it's set, uh, it's called Llarogub. If right. you read it backwards, it means bugger all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Leslie continues Thanks so much for plugging my fanzine That's the terrible Zodin on Facebook Look at it now I was going to mention it but that seemed a bit overbearing (laughs) I would definitely encourage Staggering Stories listeners to take a list join our group and please 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 think of contributing Hmm. That's all from Hmm. me this time Looking forward to the next podcast Leslie Thanks Leslie Leslie. Good to hear from you Nobody else wrote in Mm. It's been a slow week (laughs) We're sad and lonely When I'm editing it, you write in in droves When he's editing it, you don't write in It's not fair I know, I know (laughs) If you have any comments If you would like to boost our mailbag And say nice things about us Let's face it, if you want to say nasty things about us Leave my mailbag out of this (laughs) You can write to us at show At staggeringstories.net Whee! Without the we. <laughs> not going to let you come again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so rude. So that's it for another podcast. Aww. In the next one, more of the same, more news, more reviews, more who, old and new. Please listen. <laughs> there was just a touch too much desperation. <laughs> I know. So this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. The avalanche has started. It's too late for the stones to vote. Thank you, Gosh. eating prunes again. You have been listening to the Stanley Stories podcast, series one, number 38, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and Real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the side. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. I've lost my letters. All right, some, some good, de- uh, good death. Start that again. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any letters. 
and they couldn't show it going into London. Well, I mean, I mean, Speaking of EastEnders, I mean, there was that oh, scene. I, 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 this is not the EastEnders podcast. Sorry. Right. That's Tuesdays. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got no letters. Ah, I put them at the back. She lost her letters. Try A. A? 